Chapter 2, How to Recover Failed Credit and Debit Cards We'll say this again. Credit cards are mechanical devices subject to failure, and your recovery strategy should take advantage of that fact. We'll first go through the framework of how you should think about getting your recovery rate higher before walking through an end-to-end tactical list of how to recover payments. Framework, inches, marketing, and minimum viable tactics. Three concepts absolutely crucial to getting your recovery rates as high as possible are one, make sure you treat these customers as a marketing channel. Two, recovery is a game of inches. And three, protect the user experience by using the minimum viable tactic. Make sure you treat failed payments customers as a marketing channel. Customers who have a credit card fail are exactly that, customers. Yet in the few hundred different payment recovery flows we've reviewed, Many subscription companies are treating these individuals like delinquents and rabble-rousers. Messaging is either sterile or aggressively bill-collectory. You wouldn't treat a new customer or prospect in this manner, so why would you treat an existing customer this way? Remember, many of these individuals are likely not aware their credit card has failed, and even if they are, it's likely not their fault based on the 130 different reasons a credit card actually fails. Treat customers like the humans they are and make sure the messaging and copy you use reinforces the value of the product. Recovery is a game of inches. Our other concept within our recovery framework is that recovery is a game of inches, or centimeters if you're metrically minded. Depending on your technical bandwidth, the breadth of the problem, or other priorities, you're not going to be able to do everything for credit or debit card failure recovery. Yet you should be doing something. Most subscription companies we look into aren't even having their process or retry credit cards, let alone sending emails and in-app notifications to get updated payment information. You'll soon realize that the majority of these recovered customers come from actually getting the customer to update their payment info. We'll dig deeper in just a second, but we recommend having a member of the team at least spend part of a quarter setting up the basic infrastructure for payment recovery and then periodically coming back to test and adjust methods. In reality, you should be optimizing this constantly, especially when you get over eight to $10 million in annual occurring revenue, because the revenue is worth the squeeze. You're likely not going to do this because of priorities though, so try using something like Profitable Retain, where we continually optimize for recovery with a pay-for-performance model. Of course, that's a shameless plug, but we're happy to pay your bills if you pay a bit of ours. Minimum Viable Tactic The final leg of our framework is making sure we do the minimum to get an individual payment recovered. You're going to implement a bunch of tactics in aggregate, but for each individual customer, you want to make sure that they have a phenomenal experience. In this context, we would favor a credit card payment retry over an email because we want to protect the user experience. Similarly, as a customer approaches the end of their grace period and the point of churn gets closer, we'd be okay with more messaging as we're trying to get this customer back and the risk of losing them is now higher than ever. Essentially, we want to be smart with our marketing and game of inches here because these are customers and we want them to have a great experience even if they're on the precipice of leaving us. Of the three planks of our framework, you may ignore this one if you don't have a lot of time or resources to dedicate to payment failures. Yet, if you're a larger subscription company, this should be part of your bare minimum, although it will require some extra effort. 